You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. That's right, folks. We get a little bit of uh, get turntable action going on the pointless music there. That was wonderful. So, uh, folks, folks, here we are. Did you hear? Did you hear? Have you seen? Have you seen? The lamestream media has already started. It didn't take very long. As I told you, it wouldn't, but this may be even quicker than I expected. But headline, headline from, uh, I believe this was this, this was this morning. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it was last night. Headline, Kamala Harris next in line. Are you, are you paying attention, folks? I told you that Joe Biden was an, uh, a, a, an empty vessel that they were using to get to the White House. And then the Democrats, not the Republicans, they don't have the backbone anyway. The establishment doesn't have the spine to do anything that, that is done to them. But that's a whole nother story. But I told you for the past few months, I have been telling you, Joe Biden will not be president of this country for four years. And I told you to pay attention within the first six months to a year uh, of the headlines and things that would start coming out that the Democrats would start leaking information on Joe Biden. They'd start leaking information on Hunter Biden, and they would start talking up Kamala Harris. Well, folks... I was wrong because they didn't wait six months to a year. Here we are, two weeks maybe, all of two weeks into the Biden presidency, and headline on MSNBC last night was Kamala Harris, the next in line. Now, folks, think back in history, and I am dead serious, especially you Democrats out there and you establishment Republicans and you never-Trumpers who couldn't bring it to yourself to vote for Trump. Ask yourself... When was the last time, if ever, you saw the mainstream media with a headline uh, a week or two after a new president was inaugurated that said, up next or next in line, whatever the vice president was? You didn't see it. There was no reporting after Trump was inaugurated that said, next in line, uh, uh, oh my God, <laughs> Mike Pence. Thank you, David. Uh, next in line, Mike Pence. You didn't hear those. Uh, you didn't see those stories. Uh, when, uh, when, when George Bush was elected, you didn't hear those stories. When, when Obama was elected, do you think there was one story that said, next in line, Joe Biden? No. Now, there might have been a, a, a story that said, holy crap, let's protect Obama at all costs because next in line is Joe Biden. But there were, there was no reporting that, that, uh, two days or two weeks after, uh, Obama was inaugurated, Bush one, Bush two was inaugurated. Uh, Clinton when he was inaugurated, or when Trump was inaugurated, there was no stories that said next in line, blah blah blah, a big expose. But yet last night headline MSNBC, Kamala Harris next in line, and then they start their little expose of lies to try to build her up, folks. It, it, it is amazing, but they're not waiting. They're just pay attention to their actions. Don't listen to what they're saying. Pay attention to their actions because the next thing you're going to start to see is uh, CNN falling in line and all the other lamestream uh, Democrat sycophant media. They'll all be falling in line and running exposés on Kamala Harris. And then the next thing you're going to see, which we're already starting to see some folks, the day he was inaugur inaugurated, there were reports leaking out here and there about uh, Joe Biden's decline, Joe Biden's cognitive decline. 
you're already seeing those stories coming out from the mainstream left. The very lamestream left media that told you and me that there was there's no way Joe Biden's on the decline. You know, up until November 3rd, Joe Biden was in perfect health. Joe Biden was great. But on November, I mean, I'm sorry, on January 20th, my how things change. Joe Biden is inaugurated, and within 24 hours, you've got a media starting to leak out. Boy, Joe Biden's in decline. Oh, Joe Biden's got cognitive difficulties. And then what happens last night? Headline, Kamala Harris, next in line. And they're making all this wonderful, pretty, pretty music and this background picture of Kamala Harris. Uh, folks, I, I, I'm telling you, don't doubt me. You're going to learn not to doubt me. Now, look, I wasn't the only one saying this. Um, anyone with half a brain knew what was coming. Uh, but um, most of your 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 good talk show hosts, you know, colleagues of mine, they, they were saying the same thing. You know, they were saying similar things that I was saying. Um, because, folks, we know what's going on. We know what the Democrat Party is uh, today. We, we know what they're about. And it's all about power. It's about power over you. The, the Democrat Party wants per, per, per <laughs> they want perpetual power now uh, I, I i that's not hyperbole folks the democrat party will never put you the citizen first they'll put the non-citizen first because the democrat party thinks they can cultivate votes from the non-citizen and i'm going to get to a story later folks that justifies and proves everything that i'm telling you there is no hyperbole here folks i'll let you know when i use hyperbole but I'm not using it today. Every move, the Biden administration and the Democrat, let's face it, it's the Democrat hard left that's controlling, controlling the strings of Biden. Every move they have been making, the second he got inaugurated, I mean, we're talking 1203 on January 20th, they started making moves for perpetual, perpetual power. They want power for eternity. The Democrat Party is trying to figure out ways to so that never, ever, ever again will there be a Republican president or a, a Trump-style president or an independent president. Uh, there will never be an independent-minded, liberty-freedom-loving president again. That's their goal. Now, we the people have to put a stop to that, and we the people still can put a stop to that. So, sorry, folks, so let me do this. You are tuned in to America's Web Radio. This is the On Point with Victor show, and I am Victor Armendariz. And uh, look, folks, you're going to get common sense here. You're going to get logic. You're going to get a logical, commonsensical analysis on everything that I see. That's what you're going to get here at On Point with Victor. Um, am I 100% right 100% of the time? No. I mean, I'd like to tell you that I am, uh, but I'm not. I'm only human. But I am going to do my best, as I do every week, to bring you factual information and then analyze it with common sense and logic. And then we're going to put everything that this administration does, everything that the Biden administration does, everything that the Democrats are doing, and, and, and when the establishment Republican goes along with it, I'm going to put that through the lens of liberty, through the lens of freedom, and through the lens of the United States Constitution. And folks, I, it's sad to say, but most of the times... What the Democrats are proposing and what the establishment Republicans will get on board with will be absolutely unconstitutional. I, I mean, it's sad. And, and in fact, just look at this ridiculous impeachment hearings that they're about to have. Folks, 
find me. And if you think you can blow my argument up, if you think your academic pedigree will outweigh my argument, if you think your academic pedigree will defeat my argument, if you think your academic pedigree can blow any of my common sense or logical argument, then you feel free to give us a call. You feel free to email me at Victor at America's Web Radio, uh, Victor at America's Web Radio.com. Email us here. Uh, you can jump online right now on the America's Web Radio Facebook page and you can engage with me live and you can try and destroy my argument, but you can't. And I don't give a rat's dairy air where you've got your academic pedigree. Because your academic pedigree does not supersede facts. Your academic pedigree doesn't supersede the United States Constitution. And, folks, what's happening right now, and any of you out there that want to challenge me, you Democrats out there, find me anywhere in the Constitution that says you can remove an American citizen. or I'm sorry, that you can impeach an American citizen. Because Donald J. Trump is an American citizen right now. He no longer holds office. He is no longer the president of of the United States. He will always be known as a former president of the United States. And he'll be addressed as president of the United States. But he is a United States American citizen. And the United States Constitution, the fact that the United States Constitution exists and means that he cannot be impeached. The government of this country cannot impeach an American citizen. Let me repeat that. I do not need a law degree from Harvard, nor do I need a law degree from from any other academic school or Ivy League school to tell you that the United States government cannot impeach a United States citizen. Are you understanding me, folks? Do I need to get into the details here? We have a government of the people, by the people, for the people. We specifically have a document that limits the power of the government over its people. That is the document that is the United States Constitution. No way, shape, or form, and you can comb through Article 1, Article 2, Article 3, comb through the United States Constitution, and there is no way, shape, or form that it allows for the government to impeach a United States citizen. It, it, it cannot happen and should not happen, but these bozos in Congress run by the Democrat Party, they're going to try and do it, folks. They're going to try to set this precedent. Now, how do I know I'm right without delving into the Constitution or without delving into anyone's academic pedigree? Because, folks, Chief Justice Roberts wouldn't even oversee this impeachment farce. Chief Justice Roberts, folks, if you read the impeachment clause, the impeachment must, the impeachment hearing must be overseen by the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. And Chief Justice Roberts, who is a never-Trumper, Chief Justice Roberts refuses to this day refuses to oversee the impeachment hearings that the Democrat Party is trying to do right now. What does that tell you? That even Chief Justice Roberts cannot bastardize the Constitution enough. He was perfectly willing to bastardize it back in 2010 when he made a change for Obamacare to be legal. But not even Chief Justice Roberts will bastardize the Constitution and oversee an impeachment that cannot happen. Because you cannot... As the United States government impeach an American citizen. 
And, uh, folks, it's just common sense, and I don't care. You know, shame on uh, CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS and NBC and PBS and NPR and the Democrat Party are all trotting these so-called constitutional scholars, and they're trotting all these Democrat academics. They're trotting them in front of the TV to try and tell you that they can cite where this can be allowed. But pay attention to it, folks. They are not citing the Constitution. They're not citing precedent. They're citing their colleagues who have written articles uh, 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 trying to trying to justify what the Democrats are doing. So they just cite themselves. And that doesn't work, folks. You have to find in the Constitution where it, a American citizen – who has once held office but left office where you can now, once they've left office, where the government can impeach an American citizen. You will not find it in the Constitution. You will not find it in the Federalist Papers. You will not find any of the writings of Thomas Jefferson, Alexander Hamilton, Ben Franklin. uh, I could go on John Hancock. All of them, you will not find in the writings where they will permit or, per, or or said it was permissible for the United States government to impeach an American citizen. Can't happen, folks. And if we don't stand up in 2022 and throw out every one of these Democrats and throw out every establishment Republican that we can, we have to throw them out. This is how we get this country back. But this is how we keep winning. Or And this is how we pick up the MAGA flag. This is what we must do. We cannot leave the playing field. I, I, I talked about this last week. We cannot leave the playing field, put our heads down and go, oh, they're cheating. Can't do it. Can't do it. We have to stay in the game. And the way to stay in the game is to start talking with your neighbors, talk with your friends, talk with your family members, get active. Because we've got from now to 2022, those elections, we've got from now till 2022 November to throw these establishment Republicans and throw these Democrats out of office. That's how we're going to beat back this mess that is going to be the next two years. Folks, stay tuned. We will be right back. This is On Point with Victor, America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, and I hope you'll make plans to join us on January 28th for Warriors for Hope. I'm thrilled to be a part of this virtual fundraiser for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital and Warriors to Citizen. These organizations do so much to support veterans, first responders, and families who have been touched by pediatric cancer. I'd also like to thank David Moxley and his show, David's Pick, here on America's Web Radio for supporting Warriors for Hope. And I know you'll want to join in and support this event as well on January 28th. So visit warriorsforhope.events. That's warriors and the number four, hope.events. You can make a gift and reserve your seat for this virtual benefit. Again, that's warriors and the number four, hope.events. Thanks for your support. And we'll see you at noon on January 28th. And when is January 28th? It's day after tomorrow. Soon. And uh, you've got to make plans to be there. Warriorsforhope.event. It's going to be great. I've seen some of the guitars that they're going to be auctioning off, and they are fabulous. And they're signed. And they will custom autograph. They've got people, that uh, stars that you know, that will custom autograph a guitar that you bid on and buy. And also, and I, this is, I have confirmed this a couple of times to make sure 
You know, Rocky Blyer is giving some of his Pittsburgh jer- jerseys to the auction. And I did make sure. Oh, and he threw in a pair of socks with a hole in them. But beyond that, I made sure that he, he promised me, swore to me, that the jerseys had been washed. So you'll be getting clean jerseys, not worked-in jerseys. But he wouldn't guarantee me about the socks with the holes in them. But we'll just have to find out how those socks go. Wouldn't you like a pair of Rocky Blyer socks? Put them in your drawer, and it'll keep all the animals out. Anyway, it's a great event to uh saturday what am i saying friday friday, friday the 28th warriors for hope dot events and it's going to be super also want to mention one other thing that we're getting more and more response to our veterans praying for veterans and we do appreciate it and if you're a veteran or know a veteran that needs prayer, just go to our homepage and you'll see the J. Roy Ritchie Memorial and click on that and you can send in a name of a veteran that, you know, maybe they have an an addiction they're fighting or whatever it might be. But be sure and throw it in and send it to us and we'll see that other veterans are praying for other veterans. So with that being said, we're going to get back to the show with Victor Armanderos. Hey, welcome back, folks. Welcome back. So, uh, look, uh, folks, we have to take care of our veterans because the Biden administration is pretty much going to throw them under the bus uh, for the next two years. And, uh, look... I, we've got to do what we can. We really do. We're, we're, we're going to hold this country and we're going to hold the line. But you guys have got to understand what I'm saying. Don't leave the playing field. Uh, if you don't vote, you lose 100% of the time. And and I know uh, that it's tough sometimes to feel like your vote matters. But you can't give up. We as people can't give up. You know, in 1776, they didn't give up. So we can't. We must have that vigor that the our founding fathers have. We must, must, must. It's our duty, folks. It's our duty as an American citizen. So uh, I, I want to touch a little bit more on, look, folks, I opened the show telling you that uh, Joe Biden was, was, was an empty vessel. He's, he's holding the seat for Kami Harris. Um, Folks, Joe Biden still doesn't know where he is. Uh, I, I'm sure there is times when he's <laughs> looking around the Oval Office going, <laughs> what am I doing here? Uh, when is President Trump arriving? Uh, you know, and then they have to remind him, <laughs> no, no, Biden, you, you are the president right now. Uh, I mean, it's sad, but folks, not making any of this up. I mean, we know he's in decline. We've known that he's been in decline. And if you pay attention, uh, most of the times you'll see an earpiece in biden's ear and that is people telling him what to say and reminding him in fact folks they had to remind him david you're going to love this they had to remind biden to salute the troops the other day (laughs) um uh, that's the kind of stuff that they're putting in his ear and uh how sad is it that the commander in chief the 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 commander i mean over all of our troops this guy has to be reminded to salute the very troops that he is the commander of. Uh, 
it drives me insane to think that this guy we're going to have to put up with. And I would say four years, but I, uh, like I said before, folks, Biden's not going to make it four years. They are uh, already on the move to get uh, to four Kami Harris to ascend to the throne. And folks, I'm still not using hyperbole. The Democrats look at it as a throne. The Democrats look at the office of the presidency as a ruling office. Uh, and if you don't believe me, go look up in 2008 when, uh, uh, or maybe it was in 2007 at the end. It might have been when he was inaugurated, but uh, go look in this first, right at the end of 2007, 2000, beginning of 2008, when Barack Obama was, uh, won the presidency, his right hand uh, person who, it was either, uh, uh, that rice lady, or it was, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but it was his right hand lady. And she said to the media, Barack Obama will be ready to rule on day one. Those were their words. That is the words of the Democrats. And I tell you people all the time, pay attention to what the Democrats do. Pay attention to what they're telling you. Because they're going to tell you one thing and do another. But every now and then, the Democrat Party will slip up and tell you exactly who they are. Just as they did back when Obama won in 2007, November of 2007, and um, his right-hand lady, who, who's, the name escapes me now, said, Obama will be ready to rule on day one. Folks, we haven't had a ruler in this country since we kicked the tail out of the British. And if I need to remind you, uh, where is it? It's right here on my shirt. That's the last time we had a, a, a royal family or a ruler that ruled over this country. It's been quite a while. But the Democrat Party today longs for the day where they can be a one-party rule system. They want to be the one party that rules over all that is the United States. Folks, we have a document right now that still means something. We have a document that lays out what the government cannot do to its people. But the Democrat Party, with help of the establishment Republicans, are doing everything to push that document aside and convince you that somehow they need to be a ruling party. Uh, it ought to scare the hell out of every last one of you. And this is why I said, don't leave the playing field. Please, please, uh, don't leave the playing field. I know that uh, the, 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 the you, my fellow Trump voters and my fellow Trump supporters and the MAGA supporters out there, those of you who believe in America first, those of you who believe in the American citizen, those of you who believe like me that the American citizen should come first, we cannot leave the playing field. We have to keep fighting. If, and we're not doing it just for us, folks. We've got to do it for the generations that come. If you have kids and you want them to have kids and then they have kids and they have kids and they have kids, for those generations to enjoy the legacy that is the United States, to enjoy freedom and liberty, then we can't leave the playing field. We've got to keep fighting. We've got to figure out a way, just as Tom Brady figures out a way to come from behind when losing by 20 or 30 points. Right now, we are behind. Right now, the Trump movement, the MAGA movement, the, the anyone who loves freedom and liberty, we're, we're behind now. We're behind probably 30, 40 points. <laughs> but we can overcome it. We can overcome it, folks. But we got to stay in the game. you got to stay on the field. And, and, and right now... Uh, that field is the ballot box. 
We have to get each and every one of us, our friends, our family, to understand what the Democrats are doing right now. And 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 I'm not saying we're going to go vote for every Republican. Gosh, no, we cannot. We have to take – I told you 22 is coming in 2022. 2022 will be here before you know it. And that means there's going to be primaries. And that's where we go in and we remove establishment Republicans and we replace them with a good conservative candidate, uh, a, a independent candidate, a Trump uh, MAGA movement type candidate. So that in November of 2022, we are removing establishment Republican candidates and we're removing these Democrat socialists and we're installing candidates who believe in liberty and freedom and candidates that will put the United States citizen first. That's how we continue on, folks. And we got to do it. We got to do it. So what's happening right now, folks, and and I'm telling you that the the way that they're uh, propping up Biden so they can prop him up enough and then they're going to get rid of him and have Kami Harris come to power. Hollywood couldn't have made this up, folks. Hollywood couldn't have come up with a better movie script than what's happening right now. Uh, I mean, it's sad. Uh, unless, unless, unless we talk about The Manturian Candidate. Now, if you haven't seen the movie The Manturian Candidate, uh, go out and, and rent it. Uh, look it up. It's probably on Netflix, Amazon. It's probably on any of those platforms. Fi- and, and watch it. That's probably the close to Hollywood's ever come to what's happening right now. And uh, it's it's a scary thought. But uh, and, and look, if you watch The Manturian Candidate, you're going to sit there and go, oh, my gosh, what have we done? Especially if you voted for Biden or <laughs> any of these Democrats. Uh, David, you look like you have a thought. Oh, just one. Uh, you know, Hollywood couldn't come up with this because they couldn't find ugly enough actors like for Pelosi or, you know, some of the other Democrats and uh, Biden included. They couldn't find somebody that had a, had a blank face. <laughs> you know, you make a fine point, David, and that's why you're the legend. Um, I understand that he keeps bumping into walls in the Oval Office. He thinks he keeps going around and around and he keeps bumping into the walls. Plus the fact that he can't remember where the bathrooms are. He has to have a Secret Service guy take him to the bathroom. I wouldn't be surprised if Jill Biden or a Secret Service person has the task of leading him around everywhere he goes. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. And we can, and we can probably watch and see some things will, see, you know, some things will get shown on the media that they won't want shown, but they'll make it in there you just got to be observant uh it's that holding hand stuff that yeah exactly (laughs) but uh i'm telling you folks it's it's i mean we laugh but it is scary and but but like i said if we don't leave the playing field we're going to be able to reverse this um but i want to move in now i'm going to move into this segment i'm going to call this next segment the uh i told you so (laughs) segment uh folks i told you Along with colleagues of mine, they were telling you this too. But for the last year, uh, especially during the height of the campaign of the 2020 season, I told you that the Democrat Party led by Joe Biden would be a job-killing party. I had no idea how right I was going to be. Um, So this starting off the I told you so segment here on the On Point with Victor show. Joe Biden is fulfilling my prediction that he was going to be a job-killing president. I just had no idea how quickly he would act and how they would the Democrat Party would embrace being the party of job-killing. Uh, folks, within hours, within 
hours of being inaugurated, Joe Biden signed one executive order, the stroke of a pen, that killed 70,000 jobs. Now, it might be a little less than 70. It might be a little more than 70. So uh, Media Matters, if you're out there listening, which I know you are, uh, don't start sending me emails and don't start make, you know, sending all the media emails saying uh, Victor with the On Point with Victor show just said 70,000 jobs were killed. Uh, it might be a little less. It might be more. I, I'm inclined to think it's probably going to be more. But this one order that Joe Biden, within hours of the inauguration, he wasted no time on killing jobs because he couldn't wait to kill the Keystone Pipeline. Folks, 11,000 direct jobs, 11,000 jobs directly associated with the pipeline were wiped out. Those people got a notice within hours of Joe Biden being inaugurated. Joe Biden, the man who said he was for unions. Joe Biden, the man who tells you uh, constantly that he's some kind of blue-collar worker. Joe Biden, who's out on the stomp constantly going, hey, hey, come on, man. I I know what it's like to work in blue collars, man. I know. Yeah, that guy, Joe Biden, who told you that, just killed 11,000 jobs directly tied to the pipeline. Now, how do I get to the 70,000 number? Because another 60,000 jobs were lost of of a secondary field and anything related to the pipeline. Um, any job that, that around that area of the pipeline, folks, this runs downhill. What you Democrats can't seem to figure out is that if you kill an industry, it's not just that industry you're killing. You're killing the housing market around that industry. You're killing the restaurant industry around that that industry. You're killing the grocery store industry around that uh, that industry. You are killing many, many secondary jobs that all were created because of the industry you're killing. So when you had the Keystone Pipeline, when you kill that, which what Biden did, 11,000 jobs gone that were directly related to the pipeline. And another 60,000-plus jobs are being killed from any other industry that's related to that pipeline. And you better uh, be waiting for the 5 to $6 gallon gas. <laughs> Absolutely. That's another uh, consequence that's going to come from this is higher gas prices. So we're throwing people out of jobs. Uh, and, and, folks, a lot of these jobs were union jobs. Joe Biden and the Democrat Party that keeps lying to you and you keep voting for him because you think they're for the union guy. You think they're for blue collar. Folks, the only party in this country right now that cares about the working man, that cares about the forgotten man, that cares about the union man and woman. I'm I'm speaking of all genders, <laughs> of which there are two, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> that's another show. But the only party that cares about the working American citizen, let me phrase it that way, folks. That's going to be the new vernacular for the America's uh, Web Radio here for On Point with Victor Show. The only party that cares about the American citizen worker is the Republican Party. Better yet, I should say the Trump Republican Party, not the establishment Republican Party, because they're fine with open borders, too. But the Trump Republican Party, that's the only party that cares about the American citizen worker. Because Joe Biden and the Democrat Party and some on the establishment Republican Party, 
are okay with the fact that Joe Biden just killed about 70,000 jobs with a stroke of a pen, and many of them were union jobs. So folks, swallow that for a minute. Ponder that. Think about it. The guy who ran around campaigning that he was going to be the green job guy or whatever color job guy he wants to be. You know, the Democrats can't do anything without injecting some type of color. Skin color, job color, it's got to be environmental. It's got to be some kind of color. It's, it's ridiculous, folks. But Joe Biden just killed 70,000 jobs. And that's just with that executive order, folks. That's just with that one. And let me tell you, let me pause here for a minute and tell you something else, folks. What kind of jobs are these? The majority of the jobs that Joe Biden is and the Democrat Party that they're killing right now, they're middle class jobs. Now, you remember what I told you, ladies and gentlemen. Again, as part of the I told you so segment, I told you for the last few months, you cannot have socialism and a middle class. It can't happen. History is on my side, folks. Go look it up. Do you see a middle class in Venezuela? No, no, no. Do you see a thriving middle class in Mexico? No. Do you see a thriving middle class in any country that embraces socialism? You do not because you cannot have socialism and a middle class. So what is the Democrat Party doing on these jobs? Folks, make no mistake. The job killing that's going on in this country right now is a targeted job killing. They're not killing Amazon jobs. They're not killing Bezos. They're not killing Apple. They're not killing Google. They're not killing Walmarts. The corporations are in bed with the Democrats. The jobs that are being killed are the middle income, the middle class, the middle wage earner. That union worker, that middle class waiter, that middle class uh, uh, mom and pop store owner, those jobs are being killed. That middle class restaurant owner, those jobs are being killed. That middle class pipe worker, that middle class uh, gas industry worker, oil industry worker, those jobs, excuse me, those jobs, excuse me, folks. But those jobs are being killed. Those are the jobs that are being killed. And pardon me, folks, sometimes my throat gets ahead of me uh, when I get on rolls. And, uh, you know, here at America's Web Radio, we do everything live. I don't have a dump button, so <laughs> bear with me. But, um, but folks... You cannot have socialism and a middle class. So what are the Democrats doing? They're wiping out the middle class. You Democrats and you sycophants who are married to the letter D, you keep voting for the Democrat Party because they keep lying to you and tell you that they're for the working class. They tell you they're for the middle class. They tell you all the time we're going to give tax breaks to the middle class. No, ladies and gentlemen, what the Democrat Party is doing to the middle class, they're giving them Paycheck cuts because they're killing their jobs. So they're not giving you tax cuts. They're cutting your paycheck completely because they're putting your industries out of, uh, out of business because they want to kill the middle class. That's the Democrat party, folks. You're never going to see a policy come out of the Democrat party <coughs> that is going to hurt <coughs> Jeff Bezos. 
And again, pardon me, folks, I might be losing my voice a little bit. So you know what? We're going to go to a break. I'm going to get some water. You guys stay tuned. This is America's Web Radio. Hi, I'm Lee Green, and I am so proud that the Warriors for Hope group has asked me to host their first annual fundraising event to benefit St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and Warriors to Citizen on January 28th. I'm looking forward to some very impressive people talking to us about social responsibility and the need to help worthy people with long-term physical or psychological issues. It's going to be a great show with a great cast, I promise. And hey, I might even sing. Go to Warriors for Hope website to register and donate to support our cause. Hi, I'm Lee Greenwood, and I am so proud that the Warriors for Hope group has asked me to host their first annual fundraising event to benefit St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and Warriors to Citizen on January 28th. I'm looking forward to some very impressive people talking to us about social responsibility and the need to help worthy people with long-term physical or psychological issues. It's going to be a great show with a great cast, I promise. And hey, I might even sing. Go to Warriors for Hope website to register and donate to support our cause. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully my voice is going to cooperate. We just have a little, a uh, few more segments to go. So, uh, but you are listening to America's Web Radio. I am Victor Armendariz and this is the On Point with Victor show. And folks, let me tell you, um, you are going to want to tune in next week because I just got a contacted during that break by a National Guardsman who was on the ground in DC and by, uh, an awesome listener who we actually spoke to last week who was there on the Capitol steps waving the American flag on behalf of the American citizen. And, um, folks, I think we're gonna, I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it today. But I want you to tune in next week because I think I'm going to try and schedule these two guys to be on the line with us uh, next week. If I can get them in studio, folks, I will do everything I can to get them in studio. Uh, but I know they're listening now, so you guys be prepared for next week. If you're going to be by chance in the Atlanta area, I'll bring you in studio. If you can't be here, don't worry. We will do it by phone. Uh, so uh, this is going to be a treat, folks. This is going to be just awesome. Um, folks, <clears throat> I was going to get to it later, but I'll go ahead and mention it now uh, because one of the guardsmen, uh, what he had to go through, folks, I don't need to tell you in the I told you so segment that the Democrats despise the military. The Democrat Party hates the military. Uh, I don't need to remind you that, but I'm going to remind you anyway. Um, and if you ever needed proof what the Democrat Party did to the National Guard's men and women, uh, what they did to them in D.C. last week is unforgivable. Uh, folks, 
if you don't know what happened because you watch CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS and PBS and NPR, you may not know that the Joe Biden administration and the Democrat Party yanked the National Guardsmen, our awesome military guys, yanked them out of the Capitol and off the grounds and put them in a parking deck on the concrete with one bathroom. And one power outlet, and that is where the guardsmen had to sleep outside in 40 degree weather. It's, 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 it's unconscionable, folks, that the Democrat Party gets away with this. And if I sound mad, look, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And no member of our military should be treated the way that they are treated by the Democrat Party. Uh, folks, I mean, it just it, it it makes me irate. It really, really does, because the people who should be held to to absolute, I mean, I don't know how to put it in words, folks, but the people that we should be most thankful for. It's not the politician. It's the military active duty member and the veteran. Those are the people that we should hold on a pedestal. You want to name a city after somebody? You want to name a road after somebody? Name it after a veteran. Name it after somebody who who fought and gave blood for this country. And again, folks, I'm not angry. I'm not. I promise. I promise. I'm just right. But I get I get I, I get passionate because I don't think many of you understand what it means to put on the uniform. I don't think you understand what it means to stand before the flag, not kneel, but stand before the flag and salute it. Folks, you want to see something that will bring a tear to your eye? Look up on YouTube or, or scan the webs. Do a DuckDuckGo search for the delivery veteran. A veteran who was delivering packages to make extra money. This guy had to be well into his uh, 70s. And he's delivering packages to make extra money. He's a veteran. And he walked up to a house. And when he laid down the packages on the door, their American flag that was waving above him fell to the ground. Did he walk past it? Did he kneel in front of it? No. This 70-plus-year-old veteran picked that flag up. And then he folded it. He folded it like he was trained to fold it, and then he placed it on top of the package, not on the ground. He placed it on top of the packages in front of this door, and then he stood at attention, and he saluted the flag, and then he turned, and then he left. That is a veteran. You want to name a street after somebody? Name it after that veteran. There's not a politician alive today, folks, that deserves to have streets named after them. And a good politician who cares about the country and puts the country first, they would tell you, don't you name that street after me. Name it after a veteran. And if they won't tell you that, well, then you probably shouldn't vote for them. So I'm sorry I got off on that tangent, folks. I'm sorry. And I probably didn't do my voice justice there. But... We here at America's Web Radio and we here on the On Point with Victor show, we will stand for the veteran and we will stand for active duty military because those are the people that should be put on a pedestal. Those are the people we should cherish forever. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back your show. I just want to uh, add to what you're saying, Victor, is that one in four – 
And I've been up since uh, we had a bad storm here last night. I've been up since 4 o'clock this morning or a little before 4. And uh, all I could think about last night as I was awake, and I'm very blessed and have a home and was sitting there on the edge of my bed thinking about the fact that one in four homeless in Atlanta are veterans. Mm. And I couldn't imagine last night, I was thinking about all the homeless, not just the veterans, but all of them, in a storm that was, I think you mentioned, blowing in all directions. <laughs> it and definitely. It, was, it was a really bad storm. And the audience that we have be it veterans or be it civilians, whatever. Think about our homeless and think about what you can do to help. We happen to work with a lady, Frankie Holbrook, that has a, um, a uh, 501 that's called Shine His Light. And Frankie is out. She It's a... It's a street ministry that she does, and she goes places that I wouldn't go with Victor protecting me, but (laughs) she goes places that are incredible, and I was thinking about her last night and whether she was out in the storm helping us. She's always helping people. And, you know, if we're going to bring this country back, we have to start thinking about others and not ourselves. And the Democrats have to start thinking about others and not themselves, just like Victor's been talking about. So it's Shine His Light. It's an Atlanta organization that helps the homeless. And I'm sure wherever you're listening to the show today, you have the same situation of homeless. And then there's Portland (laughs) that continues to burn. And this, this is crazy. It's crazy. We've got so many things to be thankful for in this country that we just, uh, just like Victor said all day, we have to stay in the game. And I guarantee you, if you go up to a veteran or someone in uniform and you buy them a cup of coffee, you buy them a meal, you buy her a meal, whatever the case might be, and you're thinking, well, that should make them happy. No, the person is going to make happy is you. You will feel so much better. You will. It. it it's like being touched by God. It, it. It'll just. You'll be very satisfied, and a thank you goes a long way. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. thank you for listening to America's Web Radio. Now, let's get back to Victor and. On point with Victor, as a matter of fact. So, (laughs) there you go. That's right. And welcome back, folks. Welcome back. Look, I, I, you know, I get passionate, but it does. Like I said, I'm not angry. 
I'm just right. And you know, if you want a t-shirt that says that, folks, we do have them now. Uh, so if you want an On Point with Victor t-shirt, it says On Point with Victor on the front and on the back, it says I'm not angry, I'm just right. Uh, shoot me an email, victor at americaswebradio.com. Victor at americaswebradio.com. Shoot me an email with a size that you would like and um, you can purchase those um, right now, as a matter of fact. So victor at americaswebradio.com. Email me today if you would like to reserve and purchase your On Point with Victor shirt, which on the back says, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And I've got to thank my Florida listeners now, and I've got some Florida listeners, they're the ones that actually make those shirts and came up with the idea uh, after I made that statement. So uh, kudos to them. And you know, while I'm at it, let me take a moment. Folks, the reach of this show is amazing. Um, the reach of America's Web Radio is amazing. But the On Point with Victor show, look, I just want to thank everybody. Um, the listeners in California, Utah, Montana, uh, new listeners in Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, um, man, Ohio, uh, these listeners in Ohio, I, I cannot thank you guys enough. And I know that I, I didn't mention uh, Indiana, <laughs> but I know there's some other states that I haven't mentioned, but uh, thank you. Thanks to all of you guys. Um, I can't thank you enough to keep this, uh, the On Point with Victor show growing. And look, I want to thank all you guys that are emailing and, and, and asking me to substitute host for some other well-known shows out there. <laughs> hey, from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, folks, look, uh, I, 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 I'm very humbled by it. Uh, I enjoy doing this. And, uh, you know what? While I'm at it, I've got to thank the legendary, legend Dave, because without legend Dave, I, I wouldn't be here. Uh, it was because of him that, uh, looked at me one day and said, Victor, do a show. <laughs> and I said, yes, sir. Cause you don't tell a military veteran no. <laughs> so, uh, look, folks, anyway, uh, you know, look, I, 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 I'm serious. Uh, we should all adore our military. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. If you're married to the letter D, you ought to have respect for the military. Uh, but our party today, our, our, our party, our Democrat, uh, ridiculous party today, uh, they do not respect the military. They just don't. And folks, while I'm at it, you might have noticed that today's title, uh, or, or, if you go back and listen to this show on podcast, because it will be podcasted after I finish the live show, uh, the title of this show is, um, oh gosh, I don't even remember what I called it, but it was something to the effect of uh, Joe Biden wastes no time getting us into another war uh, or an armed conflict. So this is the, the ridiculous hypocrisy of the left and the hypocrisy of the Democrat Party. While they will impugn the military and treat the military like dirt, force our military to sleep on concrete... It took Joe Biden and the Democrat Party, I believe, less than 72 hours. I'm probably, honestly, folks, probably less than than 48 hours to commit our troops and send them into conflict. We just had four years of unprecedented peace. We've got peace in the Middle East that... Obama couldn't do, the Bushies couldn't do, Clinton couldn't do, none of these bozos could could do. Kerry couldn't do it, but Donald Trump did it. We've got unprecedented peace in the Middle East. We've gone four years for the first time under a president. In four years, we did not get into an armed conflict. We didn't get into a new war. It took Joe Biden about eight hours probably or so to get us into another war. And if you're looking at me or you're looking at your listening device and you're listening to me now going, oh, my gosh, Victor, what are you talking about? 
Just go look it up, folks. But we have now, because of Joe Biden, committed troops, and because of his ridiculous Secretary of Defense, who I can't remember his name off the top of my head, uh, who, who loves war, hasn't seen a foreign war that he didn't love, they have committed and sent our military men and women into Syria once again. So it took Biden less than a day or two to commit the troops into an armed conflict. Four years of President Trump, no new wars, no armed conflicts. President Trump pulling our troops home. And what did the Democrat Party tell you, folks? They tell you they're the anti-war party? You, you Democrat sycophant out there who continues to vote and you that voted for Biden, you tell me that you're anti-war, but you just voted for the guy who got us in a war within a day of being inaugurated because now we're back in Syria in an armed conflict. It's pretty crazy, folks. When are you going to wake up? You know, maybe this segment should be called, are you awake yet? Have you woken up yet? Because if you're supporting the Democrat Party and the establishment Republicans, yes, I say the establishment Republicans, because there are many in the establishment Republican wing of the party that also loves endless wars. They, along with the Democrat Party, could not wait to get rid of Trump because they couldn't wait to fire up that war machine. Because they've got so many buddies that they can give money to. If you got a war going on, then you've got money that can flow. And that's your Democrat Party and your establishment Republican Party. It's a shame, folks. But oh, oh, you couldn't handle Orange Man bad. You couldn't handle your feelings being hurt because big bad Orange Man from New York actually had a backbone. Oh, but you couldn't handle that. Your feelings were hurt. You couldn't handle the Twitter. Oh, you couldn't handle that. So we had to get rid of the one president who actually believed in peace. The one president who was bringing troops home. No, no, you couldn't handle that because your feelings were hurt. So you had to vote for Joe Biden. You had to vote for the guy who's been (laughs) in politics all of his life. Never had a real job. Just politics. You had to vote for the guy who created the swamp. You put that guy in power. You put the Democrat Party in power. And and you didn't stop with the executive branch. You gave them the Senate, too. So now they have the legislative branch. And they have the executive branch. So they control it all, folks. And what do they do? Right back into a war. Right back into an armed conflict. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but 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 <laughs> we got rid of Orange Man bad. <laughs> So, folks, I mean, it, it, it really isn't funny. I mean, I can't help but laugh at the hypocrisy, but it's sad. It is a sad, sad day when the Democrat Party can continue to lie to the American people and that so many of you believe the lies. So many of you think that, oh, he's for the, the, the Democrats are for the middle class. They're not. So many of you think the Democrats are for the union worker. They're not. And so many of you think the Democrat is an anti-war party. They're not. As they just proved what they've actually been proving ever since January 20th. President Biden, minutes after being inaugurated, killed 70,000 middle class jobs. And, and that's just with a pipeline. 
He's killing more jobs as fast as he can, folks, and they're all in the middle class. Uh, with every Democrat shutdown that's in and going on, those are middle class jobs that are being lost, and these are middle class jobs being lost forever. That is their. That's what they're doing, folks. And then they get us back into armed conflict. They send our men and women off to war. I mean, they couldn't wait to do it, folks. They couldn't wait to do it. So let me. I, in fact, I'll do this as we as we close out the show. Let me do a little bit of a, uh, a recap. Let me recap to you what the Biden administration has done. And we haven't even reached 100 days. <laughs> Have we reached 20 days? Uh, number one, sent, sent our military men and women into a new war, a new armed conflict. Number two, open the borders. The the Biden administration have, on day one, minutes after taking office, halted immigration enforcement. Okay? Listen to these accomplishments, folks. A new war, open borders by halting immigration enforcement, uh, began shutting down the last independent sector of the economy, folks. The oil and gas industry, which was still independent, now they're shutting that down in the name of the Green New Deal. And then they topped that off <laughs> by destroying women sports. So let me add that to the list. The Democrat Party lies to you and tells you for the middle class they're not. They lie to you and tell you they're anti-war. They're not. And they lie to you and tell you that women, 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 women must be heard unless Biden abuses them. Then they can't be heard. Women must be believed unless a Democrat abuses a woman. Then they, they then the woman can't be believed. And now women sports. Women sports can't be about the women. Oh, no, 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 not according to the Biden administration. So with a stroke of a pen, the Biden administration and the Democrats have willingly killed women sports. Because now uh, Joe Blow can go – maybe I shouldn't use that analogy, but uh, <laughs> let's just say Ken Smith <laughs> can go put on a wig, call himself uh, – that is identifying as a woman, and go play in women's sports. So if you're a Democrat out there and you're still married to the letter D, are you happy with what you're seeing so far? Middle class jobs being killed? A new war that we're gotten into? Women's sports being decimated? Are you happy with your votes? So when you're ready to divorce the letter D, then come on over. Come over to the side that that is the put America first side, the side that's put the American citizen first, the side that understands there's two genders, there's male and there's female. <laughs> so, all right, folks, we got to end it there. Uh, thanks so much for listening. We will be back next week. Don't go anywhere because Locked and Loaded with Roger B is up next, folks. You have a great rest of your week. We'll be back next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.